Welcome to the Circle 31 Podcast. I'm your host, Ayana Robinson-Dixon. And on today's episode, I'll be speaking with entrepreneur, author, and Christian social media influencer, Crystal Owo. Oh, hi, I'm, I'm Crystal O. Um, I'm from the Netherlands. I've lived there almost all my life. But since, let's say, seven years, I live in Ghana, uh, West Africa. My husband is from Ghana and he has lived almost 30 years in the Netherlands. So most of our marriage years we spent in Holland, but we moved back to Ghana a few years ago. Um, I work in my husband's company. In the daytime, I'm actually a finance director, so much into accounting and finances, which I love. Um, but aside from that, um, I engage in the women's ministry in our church, especially since we moved to Ghana. Our church is a mega church with worldwide branches. Uh, so in 2017, um, I was one of the founding leaders of the Specialized Ladies Ministry, uh, which is divided in age groups. Um, to organize meetings, I do much of my ministry there in the church. I'm a mentor also of the younger ladies from age group 18 to 25, and I really enjoy mentoring them, guiding them and in the age of changing from girl to woman, uh, which has a lot uh, which coming to look at it uh, with it. Um, two years ago, I started studying uh, to become a Christian coach. Um, I was interested in coaching and well, I was finding out um, how to be trained because I said I would do it for God. And I realized that to call yourself a coach, anybody can call himself or herself a coach. You don't need any education, anything for it. But I said, what I do for God, I have to do the best. I cannot be untrained and then serve him. So I said, I have to get uh, training um, and get certified. And I looked for schools. I got a variety, but at the end I chose a Christian school in the US, uh, which I'm very grateful because it teaches not just the coaching, but also how to be guided by God. Uh, what I love in coaching and what they taught me there is that it is masterful coaching, the masterful one side, the technical side, where I've, I've learned to be a coach, I've been trained, but masterful also of being full of the master. Um, so every session I have is led by the Holy Spirit. Um, I love coaching because it helps to draw out what God already put in uh, placed in in women. My my audience is only women, mostly Christian women. Uh, and as a coach, I don't tell anybody what to do because I believe God has already placed in everybody what they need. I just help to draw out uh, what God has placed in them. Well, Crystal, welcome to the Circle Thirty One podcast. We're so happy to have you as our guest today. Thank you. So I'd love us to talk a bit about your experience as a mentor, as a coach. Um, you mentioned specifically ages 18 to 25, um, the women that you minister to. What is so special about that age range? What do you enjoy about speaking into the lives and walking alongside those women in that part of their lives? Okay, that's a good question. So... I enjoy the curiosity they have in that age. Um, they are ready to explore, uh, which also makes it a dangerous age because there's so much to, to explore in the world which can go wrong. Um, so I love um, answering questions. Um, so I'm very open to any question they ask. Um, no topic is too difficult for me to, to help uh, the girls in. 
Um, so I'm just passionate to see them thinking, see them processing what I tell. Um, whatever I do is, is biblical. I love God's word. So I will always try to um, let them align their questions with God's word. Um, yeah, and I just love that. So that's one part of the mentoring. And the other part is that I actually also mentor the, the coordinators. So the age group 18 to 25 also has their own coordinators. And I just guide them to, in organizational um, things, I push them to do, to go on. Uh, as sometimes in that age, people can get slack. Yeah. What, um, I know that being a mentor provides plenty of opportunity for you to share the wisdom that God has given you. But my question to you is, can you share a few instances, maybe one or two, where as you were being that mentor, that God was actually teaching you and showing you something different and new? Yes, that's actually indeed happens all the time. Um, So indeed, as a mentor, which I do with the girls, which is completely different than what I do as a coach. Uh, As a mentor, indeed, I can bring my experience, my wisdom, things I have gone through, which they might have not have yet experienced. And when I look in in God's words, his word always speaks first to me. I believe I cannot tell anybody anything about God or his word if it hasn't first spoken to me. Otherwise, it will be like an empty an empty letter, just words on, on the paper. Uh, and it first has to transform me. Um, but to be honest, uh, since you asked me for a specific example, nothing pops up in my head today. Only what pops up in my head today is about uh, a teaching I did today, but which is not for that mentor group. Um, I don't know whether that's all right to share. Yes, we'd love to hear about that. Okay. Uh, that's actually about um, the, the parable of the seed. Uh, it's a very well-known parable. I also have heard it over and over and over again. But just last week, I was reading it again. And I was really, God really showed me the, the place about the seed which fell in the good earth, uh, which receives a blessing of a 30, 60, and 100 volt. I've always thought it was almost like a random luck. Uh, If we put our seed in a good soil, uh, if we are lucky, uh, God will bless it with those blessings and we have nothing to do with it. We can't do anything about it, it's God's work. Um, But while I was studying that verse and the verses around it and used to study Bible, I realized it's not like that. We have a very big job to do. The good ground means we have to cultivate the ground first. Uh, and it is not just randomly whether God blesses it or not. It all depends actually on us and our work. Um, I was really thinking also about the parable of the talents where uh, one gave the talents. So the one who had more, but let it work. He got even more talents. And the same is it with good ground. So we have to cultivate the ground before it can be fruitful, before the words can fall into it. So we have to hear his words, understand it with our human understanding and our heart and then cultivate the ground that means removing stones thorns and plowing the field and the stones is mostly in our heart so things uh, maybe bitterness we keep in our heart uh, sin um, disobedience can be so much in our heart which is not right so if we keep that in it it means we keep stones in our ground which doesn't make it a fruitful ground so if we want god to bless us a 30 a 60 or 100 fold we have work to do in our hearts in the work we do 
um, and plow the ground. It literally means work. So it is not an, an inactive or passive act. It is very active um, to receive God's blessing. And it really spoke to my heart. It changed completely how I thought about that verse and subsequently about my life. So I, I can't sit randomly on my seat and wait for God to bless me. I have a job to do. Wow, Crystal, that is so beautiful. I love how you brought in us doing the work within our own hearts. And I think maybe sometimes we don't consciously think or do this, but maybe sometimes we, in the back of our minds, somewhere we think God is going to zap us, you know, <laughs> zap us and make us better um, and make our hearts clean. But what we actually, there are things that we can pull up. There are things that we can get rid of. You know, we can yes. get rid of the bitterness. We can get rid of, rid ourselves of malice, rid ourselves of envy, rid ourselves of jealousy, of anger. So that is the work that we need to do. And I love how you relate that to when we do the work on the, in the soil of our hearts, then we're, we're able to reap the harvest that God has for us. That is yes. beautifully said. Yeah. Beautifully said. Crystal, I wanted to ask, just switching um, gears a little bit, how did you get from the Netherlands to Ghana? Um, yes, um, actually through a tragedy. Oh, wow. <laughs> but as usually God uses things and changes them completely for uh, good. So in 2016, uh, my husband and I had companies in Holland also, which we were working, which were for 17 years already by that time and everything went well. But then in a very short time uh, one company went bankrupt which is really not a nice experience mm -hmm. and that company just pulled the other companies also down so within a period of just three weeks uh, those companies went bankrupt which left us with literally nothing uh, our income was in it so no income anymore uh, even losing a company you have built up yourself for 17 years you have seen god's blessing mm -hmm. because we started a company from nothing and it is really he who built it up and then 17 years from one day on the other is just announced pronounced bankrupt and it's nothing anymore so wow. it was very difficult it was also difficult to see what it did to my husband mm. um, yeah uh, so like i said it was, it was a tragedy so uh, no income. Uh, we had a house with a mortgage, which obviously we couldn't pay anymore. Um, so we had to sell our house, otherwise uh, we'll get into more trouble than we already were. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the, the period after the bankruptcy, God had really carried us through and done one miracle after another miracle, like with finances. There were people in the church, our church in Holland whom we didn't know, um, but I don't know why I'm saying it, but most likely somebody needs to hear it. Uh, he had approached one of the elders that he had gotten um, a nice bonus and he didn't want to keep it for himself, but wanted to bless somebody who really needed it, who was poor. So that's all that thought about us, what happened. He connected with us and the man was actually giving his full bonus to us. Um, didn't need any contact or, thank, contact or thank you from us. But that that money had just sustained us for some months um, to continue having our food, whatever expenses we had. Um, then also our house, we had to sell it. Um, that time the mar house market was really bad uh, in Holland, uh, US as well, actually. Um, like our neighbors upstairs, they had had the house for one and a half years for sale and it was not sold. Uh, we put our house for sale and within three weeks, our house was sold and it was sold for the asking price. So we thought we are going to bargain. So we had asked more than what we actually needed to clear up the mortgage. 
Um, so God blessed us with the asking price. We could clear up the mortgage, had some small money uh, left. Um, anyway, to make a long story short, even though it, it was a very, very difficult uh, time, deep in me, I knew um, God let that happen because he wanted us to Ghana. And even though my husband is from Ghana, there was no way my God, my husband would move from Holland and go back to Ghana. So God had to use drastic measures to get us to live in Ghana. And so actually through the bankruptcy, we moved back to Ghana. God has blessed us here, gave us another new opportunity to start a company. And actually that is the story of moving here. We live here now for seven years. I haven't even gone back to the Netherlands in between, which we plan to do, but we are here and yeah, we just see much blessing upon our life here. Um, like I said earlier, the church ministry, what I do in the church, have actually starts uh, in our church here in Ghana. That is an incredible testimony, Crystal. I mean, as you were talking, I I was thinking about the story of Job, you know, um, yeah. when God asked you know, Satan was looking for something to do. And God said, have you considered my servant Job? That's what was going through my mind as you were sharing the testimony of you and your husband being in this place of, of you know, um, achievement and success and for an extended period of time. And then God is ready for you to shift and he allows these things to happen. If you don't mind me asking, and you're free not to answer this question if it's too personal, how were you and your husband able to navigate that period in your marriage? Because what I find sometimes is that extreme tragedy breaks marriages apart. So how were you able yeah. to navigate that? Yeah, well, to be honest, this is not the first tragedy we have gone through. We have been married now for, I think, 25 years. Um, and even from before our marriage, we went through uh, an armed bank robbery. Uh, sorry, an armed robbery. Um, after just to pick back what you said, so after the armed robbery, we got um, victim help. I think you call it in English, which was arranged by the police. And they kept saying that all the marriages they have seen, which are go which have gone through uh, armed robbery, they all fell apart. While it happened to us before we got married, we got actually we got married after that, and, and indeed it was difficult <laughs> to process an, an armed robbery. Um, but I believe it's by grace and keeping him in the, the middle of our marriage. So we got married even after that. We've gone through various other things, which were just deeply challenging, but it has never ever affected our marriage. Um, so I understand you ask because it's uh, not just a bankruptcy. Many other things can be very challenging for marriages. Um, I think because we've always kept and still keep God in the middle of our marriage and um, doing his will, um, waiting on him, uh, not even just that we pray, of course we pray, but just full assurance that God is in control. And that means that no matter what we go through, he will use it for our goods and he will turn it into, into the best. And I've also gone through health issues, even Holland already for prolonged hospitalization and surgery for something no doctor could even understand what was happening, but it was happening. Um, and even all through that, God just carried us through. I, I, yeah, I think I can literally say that we just felt the Holy Spirit, felt him always carrying through. So even the, the, yeah, the bankruptcy, 
be there for each other. Like I said, I found it most difficult to see what it did to my husband. So indeed, I had to process it myself. Um, but I saw what it did to him. So I also had to be there for him, encourage him. Um, yeah, that with God, we don't lose hope. Um, yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. I'd like to switch gears again back to the women's ministry and ask, how long have you been um, serving uh, in women's ministry? Uh, since 2017, actually February 2017. I know the exact date because that is <laughs> when we started um, setting up the, the ladies ministry, which is for ages 18 to 70 and above. So it's actually divided in five-year age groups uh, because often uh, within a certain age bracket, you share uh, many experiences. Our backgrounds can be different. Um, I really love the separation in age group for like, I was in my 40s when we started. So in our meetings, we'll have um, ladies who are completely, really illiterate, who can't read and write. Um, we have professors, um, business women, market women, uh, teachers, just all kind of women together. But it doesn't matter who we are, where we come from, because when we gather together, crisis in our midst, um, it's all about God. So we can share testimonies, encourage each other because our backgrounds don't matter. That's one of the things I really love in the how the ladies' ministry in our church has been set up. So since 2017, I'm yeah, one of the coordinators, one of the leaders. Wonderful. And and does and do you um does your husband also serve in ministry? Yeah, my husband actually sings, which also actually when I answered your first question about the bankruptcy, I realized it's not just me who started actually in ministry. My husband also, since we're in Ghana, um, he sings. So he writes he writes his own songs um, and records and, and sings uh, gospel. Um, so in the English language, partly in local Ghanaian languages. Um, so he, his ministry is in singing um, and also encouraging and speaking to the younger uh, voice in our church oh that's beautiful so you minister to the young women and yes. the girls the young women and he ministers to the young men that is very cool um very beautiful to see husband and wife both you know using their gifts for the lord and um as you said earlier having christ at the center um, being that, you know, you, um, or Christ, you and your husband and that three strand cord, um, you've been able to just endure many of life's challenges and struggles. And yeah. in addition to that, serve faithfully, serve God faithfully. So that is so beautiful. Um, Crystal. And, and also, I think that there's always hope, you know, with, if you give up hope, then there's nothing left. And God always promises hope. So no matter what happens, you can always expect the future. And he said he, he promises a good future with, with hope and a good future. So we can always look forward to that. And the second one is that he uses everything for the good to those who love him. So yes. we know that no matter what we go through, eventually God will use it for his good and make something beautiful out of it. Absolutely. And as we're speaking about the word of God, um, I, Crystal, I know there's a particular scripture that scripture that's really important to you. Would you mind sharing that with us right now? Uh, yes, it is. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's uh, from Philippians 4.13. Yes. Um, it's really my life verse. Um, 
I use it daily or more than once daily. If I think something is difficult or I have to try something new, I encourage myself with that verse. Um, because it, it tells me two things. One, it tells me I can do it. So if my mind tells me I can't do it, I can encourage myself with that word, which says I can do it. I can do all things. And the second part is through Christ. So it means it's not my strength, but it is his strength in me. His strength through me. So actually, I don't even have to do it. I can just rely on him. And that will give me the strength. That is his strength through me to do whatever I have to do. Um, of course, provided it is in, in his will. If I decide to do things which will go against his will, uh, I wouldn't be able to do it through his strength because he won't do anything which goes against his word or his will. But Amen. Um, it's yeah, so it's a word which I use daily. Um, I'm actually also finalizing a book um, which has that scripture as the basis. So the book is called "I Can Do It: Finding Confidence um, Through Christ," uh, okay. which speaks that. Yeah, so the book speaks actually about overcoming uh, low self-confidence. Low self-confidence. And is that book currently available or is that what you're writing right now? No, I'm almost done. Um, and that's actually, I pub self-published a book early on, but this one I really want to do through a publisher. So I'm waiting for agents um, to accept the manuscripts and then to take it to a publisher. Um, so at this moment, I can't say when it will be published, but... Um, God willing, it will be published soon. Okay. Um, Give us that name of that book again so we can be praying. I can, I can do it, Finding Confidence in Christ. I can do it. And then what is the name of the first book that you self-published? Self Pardon me? What is the name of the book that you self-published? Okay, so that's The God of New Beginnings. The God of New uh, Beginnings. So that speaks about the God of the new beginnings God gives. So like I said, we have gone through many challenges in life, but there's always a new beginning. Mm -hmm. um, so that book speaks about God's character, the new beginnings he gives, um, why he gives them, and what we should do to, to, to receive a new beginning. Because if we sit down on our chair, uh, a new beginning will not just fall in our laps. Um, mm. We have to do something for it. Yeah. That's really and not true. that we have to do an action to deserve it, but... Uh, be open, expected, believe in, etc. Yeah, and that's so good. Um, we have to be active participants in what God wants to do in our yeah. lives because faith without without works is dead. And then going back exactly. to your scripture of Philippians four thirteen, I can do all things. Again, I was thinking about your testimony about what you and your husband have been through. You were able to go through that because Christ strengthened yes. you. You were able to come back and move to a new country and rebuild and to minister to young people because God strengthened you. You can do all things, whether it's mm -hmm. struggle, mm -hmm. go through and endure. That That's just such a beautiful testimony, Crystal. Are there any words that you would like to leave with our listeners today? Don't give up. I think... What I feel most of the things I've been saying is that there is hope. You know, there's hope for the future, no matter what challenge you find yourself in right now, whether it's physically, um, practically, financially, um, emotionally. We can also be challenged emotionally. The, um, it's not the end. You know, no matter what goes wrong, uh, you can get up again. You know, it's that scripture which says righteous fall seven times, but they get up each time. So God doesn't promise that our life will be without 
uh, setbacks and challenges, they, they will be there, but it's not the end. And it's important to get up and go on because if you remain lying down, uh, God is not going to pull you up. You have to get up and go on and God will continue to guide you. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for sharing your life experience, your heart, um, um, how God has brought you through, how he's been faithful to you and your husband and all of the work that you're doing, your your um, book that you currently have published, the one that, that you, you're working on. It's such a pleasure getting to know you. And we appreciate you having, having uh, been a guest today on the Circle 31 podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for inviting me. <laughs> If today's episode was a blessing to you, visit our website at circle31internationalwomensministry.org to follow our podcast, listen to past episodes, and to read our blog. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Thank you for joining us today.